Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to our show that's for you and about you. Those of you that work so hard for your money, you want your money working harder for you today. You want that freedom, cash flow, and prosperity right now. Not 30 or 40 years from now, but today. So you can live that life that you love, doing what you love with those that you love. But most importantly, guys, about living a life of purpose and meaning because it's not just about getting rich, it's about living a rich life. And guys, I'm excited to be a Rippler with you because I know as we're all blessed financially, we can create a greater impact in this world. And guys, I appreciate the impact you're creating in my life. And if I'm ever get any shout out to anybody, it's you. Thank you for binging, sharing, tuning in, and applying what you've learned. Uh, that means the world to me. That's why I'm doing this show, right? That's why I keep doing it. Now we're in deep into our seventh season. We're over 500 episodes in, and I appreciate you guys being along for the ride. As a reminder, you've got questions, obviously. If you're in a situation where you say, I'm sitting on cash, I've got equity in my house, maybe I've got 200,000 or more of equity in my home, and or I've got at least 100, 150,000 sitting in cash I'm not sure what to do with, guys, reach out to us. Go to the contact us page on moneyripples.com. Definitely can assist you with that and see how you can get your money working for you now. Hey guys, quick shout out to our sponsor, American Homeowner Preservation. Hey guys, if you want to make a great rate of return with little money out of pocket, even as little as a hundred bucks and do it while helping other people as well, check these guys out. The website's fundingahp.com. The way they do it, they crowdfund money, people's money together to go and help essentially become the bank. They buy people's mortgages that are defaulting, people that are late on their mortgages. They help them refinance, stay in their home, and or sell their home so that they can be in a better financial position. And the cool thing is, is that they pay awesome returns and they pay it monthly. And like I said, you can invest with as little as 100 bucks. So check them out. Websites, fundingahp.com. That's F-U-N-D-I-N-G-A-H-P.com. Check them out. So guys, a question I've often been getting lately is, Chris, like I'm hearing about QRPs and self-directed IRAs and all this kind of stuff. Should I be using a self-directed IRA? What should I be considering? Should I keep it in a 401k? Should I roll it over? Uh, what should I do? So let me give you some background on this because I'll tell you, if for those of you that don't even understand what a self-directed IRA is or all the rules behind it, well, guess what? I was a financial advisor for four years and I didn't even understand it. It wasn't until I was a stock coach and they told me, oh yeah, you can trade inside of your IRA. I'm like, wait, you don't have to buy mutual funds? No, of course not. You can go and stock trade, buy stocks and whatnot. They're like, you have to be careful because they won't let you do certain types of strategies with options and things like that. But uh, you can do a lot of these strategies within an IRA. And I thought, well, that's kind of cool. You get to take control. You get to invest yourself, you know, choose your own investments as long as the government approves. And that's the trick, right? So I want to talk about that is, should you be using a self-directed IRA? Now understand, I am not a securities licensed broker. I'm not giving investment advice. I just want to put that disclaimer out there. I'm just talking about the options, the pros and cons of it, and uh, when you should consider it and when you shouldn't. I'm going to make it really easy for you. Rule number one. If you want to decide whether or not you should have a self-directed IRA, ask yourself this question. 
do I want to retire before the age of 60? If the answer is yes, you probably don't want to use a self-directed IRA or any IRA or any 401k for that matter, because the rules are the same with a self-directed IRA as it is with any of these qualified plans. You need to wait till you're 59 and a half before you can access this money. So if you have the goal to retire before that, maybe you want to retire by 50 or 40 or earlier in your 30s, this is not the vehicle to get you there, right? This would be dumb. That's like funding your 401k in hopes that you can then sit around and twiddle your thumbs waiting for financial freedom, right? When you could do it much sooner. And I'll tell you, like I just mentioned at the beginning of the show, so some of you guys that have money sitting in cash or in dead equity in your homes or in your home or homes, right? I have some people reaching out saying they got rental properties with equity in them. You might be able to retire within the next five to 10 years where you could be financially independent. That's the big thing. Our goal is to get you to financial independence by 2030, right? So if 2030, and we can get you there, and that's not when you're turning 60 or older, you may reconsider using the strategy. So that's number one. Now, number two, maybe you're okay letting that money go out longer, and that's just fine right? You can keep it in there. Just know the government can change the rules on you at any time. They are your, really your controlling partner when it comes to your IRAs, your 401ks or anything. They call the rules. And if those rules change, you have to go with it, the changes. You have zero vote in the matter. <laughs> if they change the rules, that's the way it goes. So if they decide to up that age to a higher age, sorry, there's no grandfathering. You got to go with it, right? Uh, if they decide to raise taxes in the future, that's another issue too. That's something you should consider as well as our taxes going to be higher for me in the future. Now, some people will say, no, probably not because I'll live cheaper. But here's the thing with inflation alone, even if they change, keep the tax brackets the same with inflation alone, you have to pull out more money, therefore requiring a higher income, therefore putting you in a higher income bracket. So you're gambling a little bit. Now they might make it easier on you, but they might not. And by the way, if a plan that you're working on actually works, I'm not financial advisors plans usually don't fit in this category, but if you're doing a plan that actually makes you a lot of money, you might be in a much higher tax bracket down the road because you got more cash. Now there might be ways to offset it, especially if you're doing real estate investing, but just understand that you could be in a higher tax bracket down the road. So be warned. That's something to consider as well. Here's the other thing to consider is when you're doing with these self-directed IRAs, you should only be using certain types of investments with them. So for example, I would not, generally speaking, we don't usually recommend you buy a real estate property to put inside these IRAs. Reason is one, you lose the tax benefits. Two is that of course, if there's anything used like a mortgage, there's a possibility of double taxation. So you gotta be careful. They could actually tax you while it's in there and tax you after it comes out. So you gotta be really careful there. Usually the best type of investments, if you're gonna use a self-directed IRA and you're willing to wait till you're at least age 60, the best type of investments are ones that I think don't have any tax advantages now. So that could be like funds, like you've heard funds like AHP or Secure Investment Corp that have been mentioned on this show, right? Yeah, those are funds that don't have any tax benefits. If you put them in there, yeah, they could actually grow and compound and you wouldn't have any tax until you pull the money out, right? So that could be nice. Other things that could be done is like the short-term lending. If you're being a lender where you're, again, you're not getting tax benefits, it could be great. You could even do it with syndications. Sometimes people will say, hey, I've got money. Should I use this money, self-direct it and do it with some syndication? We're investing in apartment deals. Yeah, you could probably definitely do that. Again, talk to a CPA, make sure that there's not gonna be any tax consequences, but for the most part, that's not even a concern. 
Now, if they do pass on tax advantages to you, you might lose out on those tax advantages. So just be warned. Here's a cool thing to consider, right? Is do you keep it? Do you cash it out? Again, I'm not recommending any course of action here, right? I'm just giving you the pros and cons of it. Because if you don't decide to keep it in there, you say, Chris, I want to retire before I'm 60. Or Chris, I want that money to work for me now. Like I want to get that cash flow today. I don't want to wait till later. I don't want to compound in there. And by the way, I've had people do both. Sometimes people will say, you know, I've got a small IRA. It's not a lot. I'm already on good track to be able to hit my goals for my cash flow. Let's put it out there. Let's put it out to the future. We can let it grow and compound and that's fine. And that's cool. That's totally awesome. I've had clients like that where we said, you know what? You don't need this cash that's in this IRA or these old 401ks. Maybe roll it over. Just so you know, vast majority, if you have a current employer 401k, you can't do anything with it. It's going to probably stay put until you either leave the company, uh, you quit, they fire you or whatever. Hopefully not the latter. So anyways, that's just understand that rule. Now, if you say, I think I want to get the money out, but how do I do it? Can I minimize my tax burden? What are ways to do that? Well, there are various tax strategies you might be able to employ. Now, if you're a business owner, you might be able to do some things to offset some taxes because you can show losses. But again, obviously, if you're profitable, you've still got taxes to pay. If you're an employee, you don't really get any tax breaks. One of the best advantages you could have is if you become a real estate professional, especially if you want to minimize the taxes. Now, I get some clients that say, you know what, Chris, we'll take the tax hit. I had one client, for example, that was 52 years old. He had seven years till he hit that age. But as we ran the numbers about whether to keep it in the IRA or to cash it out, we found out it was better to cash it out. After he looked at all the consequences, he decided, I'm going to cash it out, invest it, make my cash flow now, right? I'm going to start making income off of this money right away. So he took the 10% penalty and the tax. Just know that whenever you cash out these things, there's a 10% penalty plus income tax. Now, of course, you're going to pay the income tax later anyway. So really, the only variable you look at is that 10% tax because that's the number that you have to pay if you cash it out before you're 59 and a half. If you wait, you don't have to pay it, but you do have to still pay income taxes. Now, the thing we have to always consider, and it's always case by case, is are you in a better tax bracket now or later? Do you have better write-offs now or later? Are you in lower income now or later? I had another client who's in his 50s as well, and for him, he was laid off from his work. And so because he was laid off, he said, Chris, I've got IRA money. My income's down this year. If I get another job, it's probably going to be back up again. What do you think? And I said, well, if there's every year to be in a lower tax bracket, this year's probably the year. So I'm not saying you cash it out, but I am saying, yeah, you're right. You would be in a lower tax bracket because you're not earning any income. You're basically unemployed right now. So that counts as income. Now he had to still take the 10% hit and he paid income tax. Some people that did it back in 2020 when I was talking about that, got a huge advantage because some of us were able to avoid that 10% penalty by pulling out up to 100,000 bucks. And that was an awesome time. That was great. I loved that year. It made me wish that we had more years like that where there's emergencies. I don't want more death, but I do like where they give us some tax breaks. So anyways, so a lot of people, a lot of my clients cashed out during that year, during 2020. We don't have that advantage. So still 10% penalty applies. But again, he just said, you know what? The 10% penalty is worth it. I think the income tax is lower. I might end up paying that much or more anyways down the road. So cashed it out and he invested it. Another situation, this was really recent with one of my clients and uh, with her, she said, all right, Chris, I'm working towards this real estate investor or real estate professional status. Just so you know what that means, that means that if you've got, there's not really a number of properties, but they're more based on the number of hours you work on your real estate, 
right? On your real estate portfolio and that kind of thing. If you've got Airbnbs, that can obviously count towards it. If you've got your own properties, if you do turnkey properties, this is dealing with your own properties, not putting to a syndication that doesn't really work, but owning and controlling your own properties. If you manage your own properties, you do your own property management, that adds to the hours. If you're anything you're doing with consulting with professionals about it, if you're looking for properties, even if you go and travel and you say, hey, we're already traveling, let's look at some of these properties here, counts as hours. But here's the thing, you got to have at least 750 hours in the year. And if you work another business or a job, it's got to be at least one hour more a year than whatever you do in your business or job. So this person, and particularly this client, she said, all right, Chris, like, I think I'm going to get the hours this year, especially because she was trying to sell properties, buy new ones. She was doing a 1031 exchange and everything. And she said, okay, I can cash out my IRA, but it would, after the penalty and with state taxes and everything, it's almost half my money. But the good news is if you qualify as a real estate professional, here's the advantage you get. When you buy real estate, even these turnkey properties, even single family homes, you can accelerate the depreciation. Because normally when you buy properties, you depreciate the property over time. And so you get the tax advantage over time where it keeps more of your money. You pay little to no taxes on, on real estate income, which is awesome. However, if you're a real estate professional, the losses when you're working a job or you're in your business, you can only get down to zero, right? You can only show it to where you earn nothing, but you can't show a loss on real estate. But as a real estate professional, you can show a loss. And so what she was doing, she's saying, hey, I'm going to buy these properties and all this extra depreciation and cost segregation and all these things we're able to do, these strategies we're able to employ accounting-wise can actually write off about $200,000 off of my income. So even though she had about a quarter million she cash up from an IRA, she's able to write off about 200000 or so. Plus, she's doing other investments like syndications where they had tax write-offs for investing that money too. They're sharing some of their depreciation. So between all the strategies she's done, we're hoping with little to no tax on that 250000 which allows her to invest that money more fully. So instead of losing maybe 130000 of it to taxes, she's able to keep most of that extra 130000 that would go to taxes and invest it. And that could literally make the difference of at least 10000 plus more a year right off the bat just by doing that. Again, I know I'm talking about a lot of different strategies and I don't want to get super deep and heavy into that. Because the truth is, some of these things may apply to you, some of them may not, right? But if you're in this situation, you think this might be me, that's why I say you can reach out to us. You can go to our contact us page on moneyripples.com. But the point of this is really each of you have your own individual situations. For some of you, keeping your money, just staying in an IRA is fine. Some of you might want to move it to a self-directed IRA, especially if you want to invest it yourself. And especially if you understand the rules and how to do it right. For those other of you, you might be doing a little bit of tax planning. You might say, I want to cash this out. And you might just take the hit and just say, great, the hit's done. Now let this money work for me. Or other times you might say, well, maybe we can soften the blow a little bit on the tax side. You know, what can we do there? Again, everybody's situation is different. Everybody has their own pros and cons on that list. But I hope ultimately this kind of opens your eyes to know that there are options out there. There are things you can do. And you know what? There's great reasons to do both. There's great reasons to have a self-directed IRA and there's great reasons to not have a self-directed IRA. That choice is really going to be up to you. I hope this is educational. I hope this helped. Again, if you have any questions, you can always reach out to us at moneyripples.com. Make it a wonderful and prosperous week. We'll see you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks 
and get your money working harder for you now. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.